In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. First of all, good morning. On this, the first Sunday after November the 1st, the church has, through its tradition, has set aside this Sunday as a time to remember all the faithful departed saints in Christ. Those saints have completed their earthly pilgrimage and have been bathed in God's glory. They serve presently for us as beacons of hope who are still on our pilgrimage of hope in God's eternal glory. Today we will be baptizing very shortly, punctly, here in this service. And it is appropriate that we do so today when we think of being baptized of being bathed in God's glory. Jesus has outlined for us who are still on our pilgrimage of hope how we are to live in the gospel lesson from Luke today. Luke tells us that Jesus had just finished selecting his 12 apostles. He's been healing the sick now he's, a, he's coming to a, le- a level place to preach. Personally, I like being on level places with all of the people that I'm speaking with. And I like this part from Luke. But as Jesus starts his sermon, his sermon turns out to be quite radical for his time and our time. But what is so radical about his sermon? He tells us that our hope in obtaining God's glory is by becoming poor, hungry, sorrowful, excluded, hated, reviled, and defamed. What an awful list of things we are supposed to become. Who among us will volunteer to be in any one of those conditions? I don't know about you, but I would not. That is what makes Jesus' sermon on the plain so radical. He is saying that the poor, hungry, sorrowful, excluded, hated, and defamed are blessed. In other words, they are happy. They're going to be made happy. How can that be? Do any of us want to fall into economic poverty? The lack of economic resources forced way too many people 
within our communities to live beneath the level that we consider normal. This type of poverty forces our neighbors to live under railroad passes, behind hedges, in the parks, along the riverbanks, and many other isolated places that I don't even know about. And I know about a lot of those places. And these are places that are not good for their health nor ours. These, our neighbors, are forced to live outside of our normal society. They become social pariahs. We and our impoverished neighbors are forced into emotion, to a state of emotional poverty that continues to feed upon itself on and on and on. Is this what Jesus wants us to, be, to do and be? I think not. Jesus is calling us to see poverty in our own self-assessments when we raise ourselves above where we are. We are cautioned to not think of ourselves as being rich in the worldly goods that we have because they can consume and control us and eventually destroy us. We are not to believe that our well-being, our being well-fed, will prevent us from being in want again. We are reminded that our sense of self-satisfaction and happiness can very quickly turn to sadness. We are reminded that the way society accepts us can turn to rejection. This is a hard message for us who have been conditioned by our quote-unquote make-everything-happy society to not see riches, wealth, praise, and universal acceptance or acknowledgement as potential traps that can separate us from God's glory and grace. There are way too many examples of people in our world and in our society who thought that they had everything together. I don't know about you, but I know of uh, quite a number of musicians and entertainers and other supposedly influential people who thought they had it all together and had riches that no one could question. And the next thing they knew, they had lost it all. <clears throat> Jesus tells us that it is not that we all is not lost if we become poor, hungry, or hated. The gospel says, but I tell you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. 
as people of God, we are challenged to listen to Jesus' commandment and to follow his commandment. That is our call as followers of Christ. I don't know about you, but I know for me, it is a challenge for me to follow Jesus' commandments all the time. And when I do walk on my pilgrimage, I try to remember this prayer. Christ be within us to keep us, beside us to guard, before us to lead, behind us to protect, beneath us to support, above us to bless. Just in case you're wondering where I got that, prayer, it is part of St. Patrick's breastplate, hymn 270 in our hymnal. They played that at my ordination. Our baptismal covenant that we will hear very soon when Huntley comes up to be baptized, we will hear some questions put to him and to us. And two of those questions I just want to offer to you from that covenant. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? The next question that you will hear will be, will you strive for justice and peace among all people? respecting the dignity of every human being. We and Huntley will say loudly, I will with God's help. Yes, it is a challenge to follow Jesus' commandments on our own. Becoming poor, hungry, sorrowful, excluded, hated, reviled, and defamed is not easy. But with God's help, we can try to live lives that follow what Jesus commands us. We might even find that we can do to others as they, as we would have them do to us. On this All Saints Sunday and Holy Baptism, as we accept another person into God's, into Christ's community of love through the sacred sacrament of baptism, let us honor those that we remember today, the faithful departed in Christ, by going out from here to do to others as you would have them do to you. Amen.